Well, we're uh, one away from the uh, the big seven hundo. Oh, six ninety nine. Show six hundred ninety nine. Who would have thought? After show five, I was like, maybe this won't last. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. You're stuck with me for good now. It's good to have you back, though, kid. Thank you. It's good to be back. I'm happy to be here. Mm-hmm. Why did that sound sarcastic? Yeah. I, don't I am so thrilled. I am what thrilled. What a thrilled. It's like you're reading a statement <laughs> on a video camera. Hi, my name is Jess, and I totally love being here. <laughs> But um, no, it's good to have someone back in the building so I don't have to make memes and post them on our Facebook and Instagram anymore. Actually, that, I didn't touch the Instagram. That's so. not what I do. I do more than that. I am more than the Facebook. I said a joke to you before you left. I, you were like, oh, can you make sure you like use the correct fonts? This is the cool person Jessica Van She's oh, like, because you make, sure you're using, make sure you're using the right fonts and the right color scheme if you're going to post a <laughs> meme. And I said as a joke, I'm not going to be doing it. And the look you gave me was just like, I've just kicked your cat off the bridge into the river. You did make a mistake because you put it in, in not in caps lock. No, I intentionally did that. Yeah, well, that's wrong. I don't care. I intentionally did that's it. It's wrong. That's all right. I still did the radio show at the end of the day. That's kind good. of. Asterix. It wasn't good, but it was done. You know, um, I actually, my dad was dropping me at the airport yesterday mm-hmm. and he was listening to you as we were going to the airport. Is that a bit trippy, being in the car? Yeah. He, I was like, what are you doing? He was like, I'm listening to Tim. I'm like, yeah, show. but you usually listen to the show to hear me. And he was like, yeah, but you're here. And He's, he was still listening to you. He needs it. Of course. My parents do the same when I'm away. They listen to the Jess show. Really? Yeah. Because it's the same show. It's just one person's not there. Yeah. I'm sorry, Tim's mum and dad. No, but you just do, like, whenever I go away, you just, like, do trending stories. You're like, oh, my God, so the car down. I do take an opportunity to talk about everything that's been already been banned from the show. And I take the opportunity to make fun of politicians because I know (laughs) that sometimes when you're here, you say, Tim, that's not fair because then you have to equally make fun of all the politicians. (laughs) And I'm happy to sign up for that. I'm very happy to make that. Like, today... How sad is it that we couldn't talk about the best thing oh, about politics? I mean, we can because we can use the sexy beep here. All right. A politician in the party went to a club and has now lost his job. Because he said, hang on, let me get the exact let quote. Let me get the exact quote. <clears throat> it's my favorite quote of all time. Something along the lines of, gee, I love them t- <laughs> Something along those lines. <laughs> Mate, I haven't been to one of these for a long time. You know what's good about this? Great. Australian politics. And he's probably going to get elected. No, That's... he's been, you know, he's been, um, see, look up on the television oh. right now. He's at, well, I have to beep that. You're not going to know. The party that he's in has stood him down. <laughs> he's no longer part of that nation. Now you're giving yourself so many beeps. That is, mate, the magical beeps and sweeps and peeps. Oh. Do we have to put a warning on this podcast No, now? it's not explicit. Okay, but good. the thing that you, the, the warning that I never got was that it is self-care Tuesdays today and you didn't bring anything for self-care. I mean, way to spoil the episode. Well, it's not a spoil because I, did you notice how no, I didn't bring it up immediately and I left it I had, to the best time to I do it? I had foot masks for us and I just, I, I slept at my boyfriend's What's the difference night? between had and have? They were at my house. Two letters and a bad attitude. That's the difference. You let us down. Just play the show. Ladies and gentlemen. Get up with Tim and Jess. Hello, good morning. How you doing? Waking up. Central Queensland's hit. Got the feeling right now. Good morning. Tim and Jess here on Hit Seeky. Thanks to Reef City Isuzu and the and Jess part is back. She, your girl's home. She's made she, it back. You, but your girl's she, home. Your girl is, she's, I mean, she's a bit broken thanks to Avengers Endgame and Game of Thrones. Yeah. 
What very, a week it's been. Jeez. A, a very emotional week. Uh, but you are back after taking uh, what I assume to be stress leave. Stress. Uh, are you less stressed? <laughs> I am less stressed. That's good. Uh, things with the, the boyfriend meeting the parents went very well. Uh, very exciting. It is exciting to hear that it went well um, because I know uh, how, and I hope this isn't insulting, intense your family oh, can yeah. be. You've met the whole, pretty much the whole family uh, and you know that they're... I'm the quiet one of the family. You are not. I, re- I refuse that statement. <laughs> I send it back to you with a mirror image. How dare you? But look, <laughs> no, but it all went well. Uh, I'm going to tell you after 7 o'clock exactly what happened when he met my grandparents. Who... That was the big one. I did try and mess with him and say, why don't you go in there and smash a plate? Yeah. It's culture. I got him. You got him? I got him. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't a plate smashing, but it was equally as good. Great. Whether it was plate or heart shattering, they, they, I'm on board. They still love it more than they yep. love me probably at this point. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, the, the words were, please marry her before I die, oh, uh, were uttered many of, times across the weekend. A lot of pressure from a grandparent. <laughs> they, don't they love doing it? But, look, um, you mentioned it just before, and coming up in a few minutes' time, need to talk about a very emotional day sure. for myself and what I imagine to be a lot of central Queenslanders, Australians, you listening here right now. I did back-to-back. What have you done? Avengers into Game of Thrones. Wrong! I I have a lot of feelings. Get up with Tim and Jess. Big day yesterday uh, for Game of Thrones fans. Huge. Third episode, the longest episode in the entire franchise history. And didn't you say the biggest battle scene that's ever been filmed? Yes. So not just for television, but it's bigger than the Lord of the Rings battle scenes, bigger than any uh, army movie. The biggest battle scene filmed for screen, television or film. Bang. Before anyone goes switching off, no spoilers here. Absolutely no spoilers. Spoiler-free zone. So I made a whipping mistake yesterday. (laughs) Just poor decision. I went back to back. I watched Avengers, left the cinema, raced straight home and watched Game of Thrones. Dumb. Dumb. Worst decision you've probably ever made. Yes, you could say. But Tim... That's four and a half hours straight of pure television. (laughs) And I say, yes, that is correct. But have you heard of WrestleMania? That goes for seven straight hours. And also, stuff you, (laughs) Mum, my eyes aren't square. (laughs) But without, again, as you were just saying, because I know if you're listening right now, if you haven't seen it, uh, you don't want the spoilers for either of these things. Mm -hmm. Uh, But emotions. Do you know what? I felt things. Uh, This might be a little bit controversial. Maybe it's just because I'm not as invested in the Marvel series. Wasn't that emotional? Couldn't care less. Yeah, but... A few people died. I was like, you know what? Hey, they probably deserved whoa, it. Whoa, 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 whoa. We don't... Like, things happen. That's what we'll say. Sure. Uh, but, yes, I think that's probably a good point, that there are people exactly like you that haven't seen the other 20 movies leading up to this Game point. of Thrones, on the other hand. Oh, I was screaming and yelling. My, my boyfriend doesn't watch it, so I was watching in the next room. Like, Jeez, are you all right? And he, all he heard was, oh, my God! No! No, do it, don't do it. He was like, what are they making on MasterChef tonight? <laughs> it's getting intense in there. Um, but look, I don't know if it's a healthy choice, what I did. And now there's, there, there is probably it's a small window of people that did that yesterday mm-hmm. because, A, who's got four and a half hours to five hours in total probably with, like, getting your popcorn? Only maybe, people that yeah. uh, don't have real jobs. It was, like absolutely. <laughs> so there's only a few of those people around. But uh, after going back-to-back, back, watching Avengers Endgame, watching the episode three, very big battle scene of Game of Thrones, I thought I'd top it off 
watch Marley and Me. Really just bring the oh, emotions in. Do you need a hug? Really just... I actually do. If you could cover around. <laughs> Don't do it to yourself. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. <laughs> it's okay. It's guess. It's okay. Get up with Tim and Jess. And Lego Masters has hit our screens just the other night and uh, it's unlike anything we've seen before. And I've got Ryan McNaught, a.k.a. The Brickman, on the phone with us right now. Thank you very much, Brickman. Good morning. How are you? We're going good, mate. Thanks. Uh, so the name Brickman... Doesn't come about every very often. No. Uh, you must have been doing this for some time. I have indeed. I've been doing it as a career for about 15 years now. So wow. pretty much everything Lego that uh, we've either built it or had something to do with it over that time. So, yeah, Lego's, Lego's definitely been our life for sure. And uh, I've seen the last few episodes. Definitely it's a pressure situation and, and these tests can go for a significant amount of time. Now, not sure if you might know this information, but how many Lego pieces have you guys got on set ready to go for the for the contestants to be building their, their pieces of work? So we started off the brick pit, which is what we call it, which yep. is where uh, where all the Lego bricks are. We started with two and a half million bricks in there ready to go. <laughs> oh, my God. And a lot of Lego. So what is the value of two million Lego bricks? Well, uh, we, we use the term street value. So we say the street ah. value of the Lego, like if you were to go and buy it in the shops and bits and pieces, Correct. it's about half a million bucks worth of Lego, give or take. That is a lot of money's worth of Lego. Now, uh, some of these things that uh, the contestants have been building are genuinely mind-blowing. Ha- has there been one so far that even, even you as the brick man's taking a step back and going, that's wild? Totally, and it pretty much happens every episode. Um, but they are just amazingly talented Lego builders, so there's no question about what they can, you know, what they're capable of doing. The trick is they've just never had to do it to a time limit oh, and yeah. obviously have all the pressure of cameras and lights and all that kind of stuff on them. So coaching them around and, and to that's quite amazing, and, you know, we get to see and, and enjoy the fruits of their hard work. Obviously, there's some young contestants, some older contestants. I think it's great. One of the only shows on TV at the moment that's got such a wide range of age people. It's a bit of a strange dynamic between yourself and the host, Hamish Blake. Uh, He is a little bit of a kid at heart. Uh, How does that go with uh, the hosting? He's awesome. He's so much fun. I mean, I'd never worked with Hamish before, so working with someone of that nature is just amazing. He's such a funny guy and... You know, he really brings another dimension to the show. And, you know, the, the really cool thing is he loves Lego. You know, he's, he's a big Lego fan. So it, it makes it really, really enjoyable and a lot of fun to make the show. Absolutely. And you got him at uh, half price as well without Andy Lee as well. So you got discount Hamish Blake, which is, which is always exciting. But the, the final thing I want to talk to you about, Ryan, the biggest piece of Lego that I've got, because I'm quite a big fan. I wouldn't say I'm a super fan, but I've got the uh, Volkswagen camper van set. Now, it's only 1,300 pieces. Tim literally talks about this all the time have you seen or like made this piece i have indeed yes all right well it took me five years to make this right and (laughs) it's not five years sitting there straight but just i would do it when i was stressed because i like following instructions when i'm stressed and would just do bits and bobs there and only a month ago i finally finished it i'd like to know what's the longest it's taken you to make one giant piece of lego yeah so i've done a couple of really big models um uh, we've done a couple of life-size cars, and they Whoa. tend to—they're in the thousands—they're in the thousands of hours. So, uh, oh yeah, probably something that's taken maybe fourteen hundred hours, give or take. That is so, wild. Yeah, a long time, months and months and months. Well, um, 
it's incredible to hear that, and it's incredible to see this this show, Lego Masters. If you haven't seen it, you absolutely need to ca- catch it on Channel Nine, seven o'clock Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Uh, thank you very much for your time, the Brick Man, and good luck with your judging. Cheers, Brick on. Get up with Liz. Tim and Jess. Now at hits.com.au. The biggest trending stories across Australia and central Queensland, thanks to Heron Island. One of the biggest movies of the past couple of years is The Greatest Showman with some big, big names, including Hugh Jackman, Zac Efron. It was a massive, massive... Zendaya. Zendaya. What has she done since? Is she still acting? She's in the new Spider-Man movies. Good on it. She's the love interest. She was awesome. She is awesome. What's this was? (laughs) Past tense. Current tense, She was awesome in the movie, is what I meant. Anyway. Okay. In February, the director of the original Greatest Showman, Michael Gracie, confirmed there would be a sequel. Australian, Michael yeah. Gracie. Get it, son. G'day, g'day, g'day. He confirmed there would be a sequel. He didn't say anything else other than that. He said there was, there is going to be one. By sequel, does he mean like it's a prequel? Like it's showing how Hugh Jackman was a young boy? No, I think it's, I think it's a following sequel following the, the events of the first movie. Okie dokie. Um, and he said discussions are in work. Zach Efron jumped on the couch on Graham Norton's show mm-hmm. and he said the actual script is in works right now. That's exciting. So they've started working on it. They still haven't heard. Um, he's, well, as the cast, he was like, we mm. still haven't heard whether we're going to be starting, when we're starting filming. The first movie took 11 years to get off the ground. Huge. So the fact that they're following the sequel within like a two-year period or hoping to, like... I think maybe four years after the first movie would be a good time. 2030, here we come. (laughs) Well, when you think about it, like, that's to get what they produce. If it took that much time, give them Mm. another 10. Yeah. Go for it. I like it. Everyone's like, look, Hugh Jackman's busy. He's a busy dude. He's doing his own one-man show. He's going to be touring. He's, He's got a lot of stuff on, so I don't think we'll see it for another few years. And Hugh Jackman, look, I love him, and he was the sexiest man alive, but he ain't getting younger. If you want to, <laughs> you're going to have to make him young Maybe it's young PJ Jackman. Barnum, and he's, like, handing over the circus yeah. as an old man. Well, he already kind of did that. Well, that, I don't want to give away. I don't want to give away. <laughs> you can check out That's the full story for yourself at hit.com.au. It's all thanks to Heron Island. You can save 30% with their Heron Island local-only special. It's on now. I've got some great news. If you have a sister. Oh, I shame do. On, shame on yous that have brothers. <laughs> also you. Having a sister makes you a better person. I'll tell you why up next. Get up with Tim and Jess. In my spare time, uh, I like to search the World Wide Web. Oh, okay. Um, like most of us do. And I, I've come across our own website. I often go to our website just to look at my headshots. It's where all the best trending news is. Absolutely. And our headshots uh, <laughs> and some fun questions that we answered three years ago. Oh, <laughs> I haven't read through those in a while. You shouldn't. What I did we say? I like Mine was like, was, was, say something about yourself. And I was like, always... Never down for the count, always up for a beer. Oh, no. I'm that guy. Oh, Tim. So maybe we'll delete the website. (laughs) But before we delete it, you need to go to hit.com.au because there's an article about the benefits of having a sister while growing up. Right. So you and I both have sisters. You also have a brother. Lizzie. I've got a younger sister and you've got an older sister. So does that matter? Does that affect it? No, it absolutely doesn't. There was a study done recently um, about... The benefits you can reap from having a sister. Sure. And I'm not going to disagree with all of them, but some of them I shall. Okay. Apparently, we become more compassionate. Yes. In some instances. I feel like this should be followed by (laughs) in some instances. Yeah. Because also I think having a sister, from my personal experience, 
is that you also show aggressively less compassion towards them because you're like, grow up. <laughs> Stop crying. Stop crying. Um, also, uh, interpersonal and communication skills improve. Sure. But see, I feel like that because I just argue with my sister. I, I disagree I with child. that one for you. You haven't called your sister in months. No, I did. Accidentally. But I'll do. Last week, and then I was like, yeah, I meant this. What's up? As a dog. Um, but uh, boosting mental health, sure. your sister can do that, uh, becomes more independent and ambitious, and balance is restored. They haven't mentioned the best part of that. What's that? You can but, steal clothes. Yeah, that's the top of the article. Yeah. <laughs> it is the absolute. So it doesn't work as necessarily as much for myself. And my sister, she lost a heap of weight. Yeah. So now all the dresses oh, that I used no, to fit you're into. You're a big girl. I'm a, the lady at JJ said that to me <laughs> when I bought a dress for Halloween one. She was like, oh, you're a big girl. And I was like, oh, thanks, Susan. See, I was in Melbourne over the weekend and I walked out and I said, oh, Nat, do you think this my is sister, sister? Yeah, Natalie. I said, do you think this looks okay? And she was like, yeah, my scarf looks great on you. Oh. And I didn't realise I'd stolen the scarf from her like three years ago. Just, and I forgot yeah. that I'd stolen it and hadn't purposely worn it in front of her. And then I did and she'd remembered. So this is what happens when you get caught in a lie. Yeah. And she's been waiting for that opportunity. She was like, I'm not going to say anything until this exact moment happens. And that's what sisters do. They remember. <laughs> they, they remember the good, they remember the bad, and that's what a sister's meant to do. And I was compassionate enough to yep. not give her the scarf back. So, you know, if you don't have a sister, go to your parents and say, come on, guys, get cracking. Oh, Tim. Let's get cracking. I need a sister. No. I need to boost my mental health. Get up with Tim and Jess. So this weekend was a big weekend for me. I uh, took the boyfriend home for the first time. Yeah, Gregory. the entire family. Quite intimidating going into a Macedonian household. Oh, yeah, eat loud. I'm the quiet one of the family. I need you to stop lying because <laughs> you're not. You're I all am. loud. You're all loud. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm the quietest of all the loud ones. So oh. it was very overwhelming after, for someone. After meeting all of your family, I aggressively disagree, but that's okay. <laughs> so Saturday we had mum's side of the family come over. Sunday we had dad's side of the family It's come like over. showcasing a new, like, car. Like, come around and see this car that I bought. It was Wogfest 2019. There was so much food. I can't get a ticket any year. <laughs> Next year, 2020, I'm going to Wogfest. Oh, you're welcome to Wogfest. Oh, well, thanks for the ticket. <laughs> Should get a discount rate because of my mate. So my grandparents walk in and we, we crack red eggs and my grandma's done the cross on my boyfriend's face with a red egg. She's very overwhelming if you've never had... Like that sort of, a, he's not religious at all. So it was, it was initially a bit uh, intimidating for him. Sure. I said to him, my grandparents don't speak a lot of English. It's very broken English what they speak. Mm. And so I said, oh, how about you say, hello, how are you? <sighs> okay. In Macedonian. Yeah. <laughs> I think you know where this is going. Jessica, if you're about to say something in another language, just. I'm not going to say it because it's quite rude what I told him to say. Basically. I I said something to him in Macedonian that means not a very nice thing. Can you not say, replace the word with the, like, let's use the word cross. Sure. I told him how to say in Macedonian, go and cross yourself. (laughs) (laughs) So unnecessary. So unnecessary. And he was like, how do I say it? And I said it to him in Macedonian. So he's he, practising. He repeated it back to me and I went, that's perfect. He was dead on. He, his Buongiorno, delicioso. <laughs> Ready to serve. His pronunciation was spot on. Like, you would have oh, thought he no. was Macedonian. So he walks at, he, at the dinner table, sitting across from my grandpa. Mm-hmm. He says to him, hey. Go cross yourself. Go cross yourself <laughs> in Macedonian. <laughs> 
and my grandpa's face was processed. The whole table, quiet, just silent, and yeah. they erupts in laughter. My grandma thought it was the funniest thing she's ever heard. I thought she was going to wet herself laughing. She thought it was hilarious. And my grandma just looked at him and just shook his head. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Mm-mm, no. I think you might and have crossed the line. Of- it was that moment that he realised it didn't mean, hello, how are you? No. And then uh, Grandpa went out the back and got his spade, started chasing him out of the house. I've been I've been done by this in an Italian yeah, scene before. It's good fun. I got uh, is they were like, do you want to like? I was in a group of maybe like sixty people. I got invited to this lunch, <laughs> and they were like, do you want to like bless the table, or do you want to say, oh, hey, no. everybody enjoy oh, the meal? No. But and loosely, I said um, something along the lines of, you're all a pack of blonde loose women. Wow, that's what I was told to say. <laughs> And so, literally like a, a say me from a table of some old Italian women. So it's not cool. I felt sick. And he's the person you're meant to love and this is what you're doing to him. Oh, I told him some more later. Oh, yeah, but he didn't he, fall for it again. He got the sniff of it and he was like, tell me more swears. I need all the Macedonian swears. I'm going to go home and no one's going to know what I'm saying. Get up with Tim and Jess. Now, Trending now, live from LA with Dean McCarthy, thanks to Heron Island. Avengers Endgame breaking all the records at the box office, including their own. Dean, give us all the details. Avengers made $1.2 billion at the box office. Now, that is a new record. They break their, broke their own record, of course. It's just absolutely blown everyone out of the water. Um, and what everyone's wondering, is this going to somehow now end up at the Oscars next year? Because how could it not when you have broken every major record, even your own, the one that you set? Uh, will it be considered for those big nominations for next award season? Stay tuned. I think it's uh, it's always, it's like on track to be the most successful grossing film of all time, even though it's overtaking the Titanic, which mm. would be very, very impressive. But... How many of the actors go up for best actor? Well, so many big names in one movie. There's too many. I know. (laughs) I know. I don't know. It's it's an overload, isn't it? It's an actual overload. So, I don't know. Stay tuned. We'll we'll soon find out. There's a great video from Chris Pratt on his Instagram. It's super illegal. Oh, yeah. And he filmed the set as they were, like, blocking that, like, final final last scene. scene. And it's epic. Like, the amount of amazing actors all in one room. Yeah. I, I wish I could have been there. And it's like you said, Dean, if it's that popular, I know that the Oscars kind of look down on those type of movies as they have in the past, but hopefully it gets a nod. Yep, bring it on. Thanks, buddy. Bye, guys. You can check out that story and heaps more, as always, at hit.com.au. Training now is thanks to Heron Island. It's pretty there. <laughs> you can also save 30% oh, off also, with their locals only special. With you gone, I haven't been able to do that for a while. Sure. But, uh... The courtroom of Tim and Jess needs to be open. Right. You're, you're back here. Let's you argue. You haven't seen me for five days. How have you got something to argue about? There's, well, this has nothing to necessarily do with you. Sure. But I want to talk about dining in restaurants alone. Right. Big fan. I know you are. That's why I don't. I, know, I need no confirmation on your side of the courtroom because <laughs> I have a few things that I... I I saw someone dining alone. I thought that was that's nice, but then I started thinking about the costs of the what it takes for the restaurant to actually have someone dining alone. Oh, uh, you think I'm a, I'm a strain think, on the system? Well, I didn't say it. We'll talk about it in the courtroom <laughs> up next. Get up with Tim and Jess. You 
are about to enter the courtroom of Tim and Jess. The cases are real. The stories aren't always important. But the rulings are final. This is your courtroom. You be the judge. Court is in session. As always, we spend this time of the week, mm-hmm. only this time, to have a full-fledged argument. Usually on something we've actually argued about, but you've just assumed that uh, I'm going to be up in arms about well, this. Well, I know your stance on it, and sure. I might be perceived as a bad guy, but that's okay. Right. I need you to hear me out. Okay. In the courtroom of Tim and Jess today, and if you want to get involved, 13, 12, 16, the first person to call through is always our judge, no matter mm-hmm. what their opinion is. I want to talk about dining alone in a restaurant. Love it. Yeah, see? I when I was know. a single lass, I used to dine alone often. So you would just go to a restaurant, sit there mm-hmm. on a Tuesday night, say tonight, let's go back 10 months, mm-hmm. you're single. It used to be like I'd take myself out to brekkie. So I'd do yoga in the morning on a Saturday and then I'd take myself out for a nice brekkie. See, breakfast is a little bit more acceptable, but I think for dinners you shouldn't be able to dine alone. Why? Don't get me wrong. I have only recently come to the the thought process of this. I've been thinking about the cost price of one individual going to dinner. Right. Because at no table in a restaurant is there a designation for just one person to come. Single seat. So if you go there and it's a busy restaurant, you say a table for one, please, they're losing 50% of the money that they could. No, they are. They're losing 50% because that table would go to normally like a, t- a couple or to two friends or something. But isn't that the same as like going to a restaurant and they say pick whatever you want to see and it's like even if you're in a couple, you sit at a four-person seat? Well, no, because if that's the situation, if it's that busy, you don't get the choice is what I'm saying. So if a couple sits at a four-seater, they're not losing 50%? Well, no, but like I think the restaurant staff would be like, hey, we're a bit busy, go to a two-seater. They wouldn't lose two seats. The four-seater is the only one available. Well, that's their fault. Well, then oh, again, then see, again, you're just... that's then again, you're losing money. But mm. especially for single seat, I think if you're going to get dinner and it's like whether your partner's out of town and you just want to have a bit of dinner, get a takeaway. If just I'm single, I have to get a takeaway. Yes. You're outrageous. Then maybe we even this do This is a, making me angry. Maybe we do an entrance from the back so you don't have to be seen with wow. your sadness and your pity. <laughs> How dare you? Oh, I'm sorry, single Jess. Has that offended you? Yes. I still do it now. If my partner works late, I might go have a, 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 a single meal. But you realise you're costing the restaurant. Uh, it's I don't m- work at a restaurant. I have no connection to a restaurant, but I don't like when people lose money. No, nah, I, I don't think your theory checks out. Well, it literally does. <laughs> if you look at it as a direct face value, you lose money. So what are you asking the judge today? Can you dine alone? 13, 12, 16, first person to call through is the judge. This is rubbish. It's not rubbish. Can you dine alone? Yes. Of course you can. Yes. I would love someone from the restaurant industry to call up and just, <laughs> that would really help me out right now. Because I, I know I'm probably going to be looked as a bit of an a-hole. Yes. But I'm thinking of the business. I'm thinking of the little Aussie battlers out there running an upstart restaurant. You're and the they're in trouble because some single Wouldn't person. Wouldn't you rather half the bill instead of none of the well, bill? Well, no, because there's two people missing out. That's right. how the world works, baby. 13, 12, 16, first person to call through is the judge this morning. Should you dine alone? Get up with Tim and Jess. Recess adjourned. <laughs> Welcome back to the courtroom of Tim and Jess, the only time we argue every single week. And you're feeling a bit 
personally targeted on oh, this? No, I'm not personally targeted. This is rubbish. You like I don't genuinely... know why you I don't know why you brought this to the courtroom. It's so garbage. Well, I was walking down the road. The, I figured out why I was thinking that. I walked down the street the other day and I mm-hmm. saw someone sitting at a table by themselves, dining alone, and I thought, good on them for getting out there. And then my logical brain yep. that often ruins my life sometimes just said said, Well, hang on. That restaurant would be losing money. Fifty percent of the money that they would get if they gave that table to So you to you walked up to that person, you berated them for yep. eating alone. Yeah. And I was like, Oh damn, I didn't see you there. What's going on, mate? But no, I pulled the tablecloth from I underneath. I just think your your logic is so flawed. Well it's not. It's like literally, if that table went to two people, they would get more money. They're losing money by giving it to one person. Because as we were saying before, there's no table designed in any restaurant here in Central Queensland or that I've ever seen mm-hmm. that is designed for one person. Yeah, but I think your logic is flawed once it gets bigger numbers. Because I booked a table for 16 well, when me and my about, mates caught up. Yeah, but we're talking about dining alone, single mm. person, not uh, two people on a four seat that you brought up before. That's not what I'm talking about. That's fine because they're still getting money. But I'm talking about They're still single. getting money when someone is yeah, only dining it's, alone. It's, but it's more of an aggressive steal. You're stealing. Well, I haven't said this, but you're stealing from the restaurant. Oh, here we go. You might as well put a pork chop in your purse and get out of there. Just bloody get the judge on. I'm sick of you. (laughs) Was it Angelina? Yes, from from, Zilzy. From Zilzy's called through. First person through uh, is always the judge in the courtroom of Tim and Jess. And Angelina, without giving away your final decision at the moment, are you a a person that dines out alone? I do it regularly. You do it regularly. All right, well, this Mm. is not a good start so far. I'll be the first person. Because sometimes you just feel like a little snack. And maybe you don't have someone to go and eat with, right, Angelina? I've been in a relationship for four years and I still dine alone often. Yeah, I think, I look, don't get me wrong. For breakfast and lunches, I'll go out and whatever. But for dinners especially, like, I think that what's the difference between going home and taking takeout? What's the difference between lunch and dinner? Uh, about no seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're saying it's fine to dine alone at lunch, but yes, it's not fine to dine alone at dinner. Because it's not often that people have, like, daytime. It's, this isn't France where lunch is the most important Sounds meal like of the day. Sounds like someone's backtracking, I'm not, Angelina. I'm not backtracking. <laughs> I'm absolutely firm. Because lunch, less, more people are at work and actually have no time. Dinner, a lot of people, most people, have the full time off at around dinner Do you time. enjoy a, a good dinner by yourself, Angelina? I do. Maybe you and Jess, if you want to have such alone dinners, you guys can go together and fix the, the I'm problem. I'm happy to have dinner with Angelina, but I should have the option to dine alone. Oh, yeah, the option's there. I just think that it's you're taking advantage of a restaurant. You're, you're, you're costing them money. Yeah, don't let you in. You're not costing them money. Well, technically you are giving them money, but there could be double the amount of money because you're less likely... What if I'm eating for two? Well, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't put it that. But you're less likely to order an entree and a dessert if you're there by yourself. Why Why am I less likely to do that? Because I'm more likely to eat more than when I eat in front of my partner because he'll judge ashamed. me. Less ashamed. Less <laughs> ashamed. That's a good point. Well, look, it doesn't matter uh, about what, what I say, Jess. It doesn't matter what you say. It matters what Angelina, our judge this morning, says as she was the first person to call through. Uh, Angelina, final ruling, dining alone, is it a yes or is it a no? It's completely acceptable. All right. Fair enough. Thank you, Angelina. Thank you, Angelina. I appreciate your judgeship. Judgeship. <laughs> anyway, you guys can go have dinner t- b- together and learn English. That'd be fantastic. Thank you very much for your call, Angelina. Bye. No worries. Oh, your girl's coming back. Yep, you're still one behind. Uh, and uh, look, I, I had a feeling. I just wanted to. I'm I'm happy that it went the other way. I just wanted to get my. I just wanted to share right. my thoughts. You thief. You're allowed to go. You're allowed to go and eat a lot now. Okay. Well, I'm allowed to. 
Well, you got no friends, so you're going to yeah, have to. That's the problem. Get up with Tim and Jess. Ladies and gentlemen, get up with Tim and Jess. Hello, good morning, how you doing? Waking up, Central Queensland's hit. Got the feeling right now. Good morning. It's Tim and Jess on Hit CQ. Thanks to Reef City Motors. Reef City Isuzu in particular, they got some great utes. Mm-hmm. It's just gone a few minutes past eight. Jess, you're back. I Ho- am back. Hello. Hello. Can I ask you one thing? Please. What is today? Today's Tuesday. What do we do on Tuesdays? Oh, no. It's self-care Tuesdays. And whose turn is it to bring self-care? I had foot masks for us and I left them at home. I'm sorry. I know you're better than this. Well, we're just going to have to do something else for self-care Tuesday. What do, what do you got? What do we got here? What uh, have we got in here? I can give you a massage with my massage with your ball. massage ball. No, you've been touching it far too much. Well, I haven't been touching it. I've been massaging my back out. And I don't want to touch your back. Self-care Tuesdays, literally, if you're not aware of self-care Tuesdays, every single Tuesday, we just take five minutes and we implore you to do the same. Just take five right. minutes, take care of yourself. Okay, I'm, I made a mistake today and I didn't bring what I needed to bring, so I will give you a massage for the next two songs. I would prefer not. Yeah, I'll I don't just, like being touched right into by your my neck, own partner, right into your neck. let alone by just you. Just get in there with my fingers. I would rather get chicken pox <laughs> than have you massage me. No offence. Do you want me to just poke at you with things? You know what I want? Can we just move on? I know you're guilty, and that's that's enough for me. Yeah, I'm going to give you a massage. I would. Really, the punishment would be making you give me a massage. But I won't do that. Alpha Bucks, we are playing it up next. 13, 12, 16. Give us a call. Your chance to win $1,000 thanks to Stockland, Rockhampton and Gladstone. Get up with Tim and Jess. Samson, the quickest fingers in central Queensland, is back playing Alpha Bucks this morning. Uh, Samson, what, what number are we up to of attempts for Alpha Bucks? I don't know, about 50. People are going to get <laughs> mad, Samson, that you're always the first call through. I think we need to utilise Samson's skills more. Samson, what else do you use your quick fingers for? Oh, Tim. Um, what do you do for a living, Samson? Oh, no, fencing. Fencing, lava. Uh, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. That's why you got quick fingers. Well, <laughs> does it? Yeah. you got to get the nails in quickly, mate. Yeah, uh, let's start the game. Samson, you know the rules. 30 seconds, 10 questions. All got to start with the same letter. Can't use the same answer twice. You know that, mate. Yep, mate. All right, your time starts now, and your letter is S. Something in your shower. Uh, foot cream. A breed of dog. <laughs> um, pass. An Australian town. Uh, Fitzroy. A something in your pantry. A flower. Famous sports person. Um, Palau. Non-alcoholic drink. Uh, Frappy? Um, okay, okay. Okay. We've had a mistake. We've had had a boo-boo. I don't know what to do. Samson, um, I can see why you're confused. The letter was S for snake. Sorry? Oh. Oh, now we well, can't. Well, you know what? Samson. Well, is there people named, uh, is there somebody named Slough? Or is there something <laughs> Samson, look, I would say we'll give you a call tomorrow and you can play again, but I know for a fact you're probably going to get through anyway. So we'll speak to you again uh, before the end of this week and we'll give you another crack, all right, mate? 
No, that's fine. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Samson. If you want to play Alpha Bug. Salau. There, there's a guy named Salau. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, the quick fingers. You got to be. You got to announce yet the letter yeah, a bit more. Sorry, Tim. I got to do examples. If you want to play, no, Al- I was. No, I was a little bit. I was a little bit on edge because I'm holding in a P too. Samson. All right, Samson. Uh, we'll hopefully speak to you another day, mate. Thank you. Bye. No worries. If you want to play Alpha Bucks this time every day, make sure you are listening out. I'll be more clear with my yeah. with my pronunciation. It's I apologize. Thanks to the veranda at Stockland Gladstone. They're open late every night. Get up with Tim and Jess. Wild night I had on Saturday night, and I have been so excited for you to come back right. so I can tell somebody. Okay. I have been wanting to do this since I was 10 years old. Finally finished a game of Monopoly. Well done. Oh, no, mate. I'm good at that. You've already you've done I've that? I've done that multiple times. I, get I become bored. the worst human being in Monopoly. Don't befriend Monopoly, Tim. But... <laughs> Kind of on the right track, I guess. Mm. And if you've ever, if you're listening and if you've ever experienced this for the first time, it is the best sense of overwhelming joy, but also massive confusion. On Saturday, I was invited through a friend of a friend to go and play for the first time in my life, knowing nothing about it, Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, legit! You yeah. actually went. I w- properly. The guy that hosted it, I am wickedly impressed. With this individual, he came up with the entire game. He was the dungeon master. See, I've always wondered: do you, do you dress up in little costumes? No, but uh, there was a Jedi robe there, which was close enough, I guess, uh, for okay. the dungeon world. But oh. see, I was—I knew so little about the game that I was actually driving from Emerald to Gladstone, and it takes what four or so hours. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, am I going in this unprepared? Do I have to like come up with a character? And I came up with a character, not realizing that I was going to be given a given choice. One, yeah. So, but my character that I came up with is great. His name was Sir Eggington. Oh, Jesus. He was like a Humpty Dumpty figure. He was an egg, and he would shoot out hot yolk and stuff. And he, oh. and the, and like his eggshell was going to be like part of a sword Never and say stuff. Hot yolk ever again. <laughs> but uh, I, I was given. Uh, I was a priest because uh, I wanted spells. I was like, if I'm playing right. Dungeons and Dragons, I've, I've got spells, and uh, was so. Just the Father best Eggington. night. Father Eggington. I should have gone with that. But uh, what happened was, it, look, it, it takes time. We started at 7 and I didn't get home till quarter to midnight. Jeez. Which for me is like staying out till 5am. Right. But if you've never played Dungeons and Dragons before, I implore you to do so. It was incredible. The guy that hosted it, he's a genius. He even put on voices. He did like he has specific lights in a room so that he'd be like, it's sunset, and then like the lights go like that orange. Wow. And he has surround sound, so it makes you feel like you're out in the woods. I mean, this is intense. When I've seen it played on TV, it's never that hectic. Wait, you play it on telly? Well, I I saw it in an episode of Community once. Oh, so you haven't seen it. You've seen it on telly, on telly. On one, yeah. Yeah. Well, if, if this makes you happier than anything. The downfall of the team was someone turning on a lamp. What? In a cave and then all the bad guys saw us and most of us died. Good. Incredible, right? Who would have thought an Ikea lamp? Were you a, a, a hinder or a help? I was a help. I got really? fully into it. I was like, if I'm doing this, I'm going hard. Are you going to go play again? I, I kind of want to. But I think I'm going to get Monopoly Syndrome and become the worst. <laughs> and no one needs to know that version of Tim. So... <laughs> I'll invite. Maybe I could invite you to the next game. I don't think I'd be any help. <laughs> I don't want you to be help. Like, you... Why am I rolling the dice again? What's happening? Oh, mate. What's going on? There are six individual dice. Oh my god! It's too many. <laughs> if you've never played Dungeons and Dragons, go do it. And uh, if you f- feel free to call me, Sir Reggington or Father <laughs> Reggington is up for grabs. Get up with Tim and Jess.
trending now. Hit.com.au. The biggest trending stories across Australia and central Queensland, thanks to Heron Island. Huge post on Instagram last night from cricketer James Faulkner. Yes. Uh, he's become Hawks. the first professional Australian male cricketer to publicly reveal his same-sex marriage. Now, this, incredible. Is a, this is a huge step forward for the, the sport. Um, he was celebrating his 29th birthday on Monday, uh, and he used the occasion to announce via his Instagram that he's been in a five-year relationship yep. with a, his partner. Got a boyfriend. Uh, his nickname, uh, he used to play for Australia a lot, not so much now, but was the finisher. Ah. He would always come at the end of games and he would finish him off, win the game for <laughs> Australia. And I think this is a big win for Australian cricket as well. So he, he's the finisher in that regard as it well. Was I really, was stoked to see it this morning. It was so sweet, especially to see comments from his teammates. Yeah. Uh, Glenn Maxwell, Maxwell said, great courage, mate. Um, Wild thing, Sean Tate even got in there. Yeah. Used to bowl the fastest ball in cricket history. He said, congrats, mate. He said, bet you feel better. And don't we all, like, isn't that something, I mean, a burden to be holding on to the information for five years. Yeah. Finally to be able to let it out, and everyone is absolutely showering him with praise. So hopefully, I mean, we see more of this and less of yep. people feeling like they need to hide. Praise the finisher, James Faulkner. All <laughs> hail. All hail, You indeed. can check out the photo for yourself. It's super cute. And the rest of the story, as well as everything else that's trending right now, at hit.com.au. It's all thanks to Heron Island. You can discover Heron Island and stay longer with their brand new boat schedule. Absolutely. You do need to do that. It's a beautiful place. And uh, speaking of beauty... We want to talk mums. Oh, yeah. All mums are beautiful in every single way. We want to talk about the best advice mm -hmm. your mother ever gave you. <laughs> Make sure you're listening out. Do not go anywhere. And if you want to win your way uh, to the Mother Review Rewards, we're going to let you know how in just a few minutes' time as well. It's Tim and Jess on Hit CQ Self-Care Tuesday. Get up with Tim and Jess. We want to celebrate your mum with the Mother of the Year Awards for yep. 2019. We're hosting an event at Canangra Heights. Um, there is going to be multiple awards, including uh, including a skin treatment, Ooh. some flowers from Flowerbox in Rocky yep. as well. Uh, Clean Skins are offering up a very big skincare package. Absolutely. Um, but look, we want to you to nominate your mum, hit.com.au. And it got us thinking, some of the entries that are coming through, some great mum advice. You were just having a quick cry on the laptop. Oh, it's just the the, the words that we're hearing about people's mums. Yeah. Oh, my God. The best thing is uh, next Friday, the Friday before Mother's Day, we are hosting that event mm -hmm. uh, at Canagra Heights. Uh, in, you invite, we invite your mum, your entire family. You can all dress up and we're just going to have a lovely night. We have been asking on our Facebook page, just search for Hit CQ, uh, what's the best mum advice you've ever been given? What, uh, was, what was the best advice that your mum ever gave you? My mum, oh, she gives me lots of good advice. She always says that the, you got to keep the good people around you. The people you surround mm. yourself with are the people that they got to shape how you are. That's nice. Yeah. I, and this sounds weird, but my mum, when I think I was 17 or 18, whether, just about to finish school, she gave me a fridge magnet oh. with a slogan on it. Oh, here we go. And I, I Your mum loves a good and slogan. And I literally think about it any time I have to make a big decision. Oh. Life begins at the end of your comfort zone. Oh, that's so cute. And that is how I've lived my life since I was 17, 18 years old, because of a fridge magnet <laughs> that my mother gave me about comfort zone. Trudy said, never leave the house without matching underwear. That was the best advice ever. Really? Jeez. People need to take that advice more seriously. <laughs> what about for, for fellas? How am I meant to wear matching underwear? I, I don't know. Maybe matching socks. Don't no, wear blue undies. Socks to undies, black socks. yeah. I love it. <laughs> 
Yeah, from a fact I know that. Kylie said her mum always said, you are strong and can achieve anything you put your mind to. Look, 13, 12, 16, give us a call. What was your mum's advice? The best advice you've ever been given. Best advice that your mum has ever given you. 13, 12, 16. Call us now. We want to hear it. Get up with Tim and Jess. Central Queensland's Mother of the Year 2019. Thanks to Kanagra Heights Yapoon. Your mum could be crowned the 2019 oh, yeah. Mother of the Year. The couple, just a couple of days before Mother's Day. What yep. an amazing present to give her. I was just saying yesterday when you weren't here that I think it's worth three years of Mother's Day presents. Oh, absolutely. If they crown Mother of the yeah. Year. Yeah. My mum's birthday is also falls on Mother's Day. Like, every single year it falls around the same time. Wait, when's your mum's birthday? The 10th. Mine's the 12th. My mum's the 12th of May. Yeah. Her birthday's on Mother's Day oh, this year. I got a two. It's double whammy. Got a two. And she always expects two presents. Nah, sorry, mum. Nah. If your mum's uh, around this time for a birthday, this is a birthday and Too Mother's bad. Day. But <laughs> even if they are garbage and want two presents, they always <laughs> give great advice. So that's what we've been asking to hear your mother's best advice that they've ever given you. Mm-hmm. And Chloe from Rocky's called through on 13, 12, 16. Chloe, what was the best advice your mum gave you growing up? My mum always told me that it took nine months to. Uh, Build your heart to create your heart. So don't let anybody break it in a second. I love that so much. Your mum is a wise lazy, Chloe. I'm going to teach my little boy the exact same thing. I love how it's like lovely and biological. Yeah, like <laughs> that's a that's, that's a actual stone cold fact. So Chloe, thank that's you very fact. much. You've absolutely got a, a cracking mum with great mm. advice. Have you entered her into the Mother of the Year awards, Chloe? I'm going to. Good. Good. Awesome. Thank you very much for your call, Chloe. Thank you. Bye. And Jewel from Rockhampton's called through on 13, 12, 16. Jewel, what's the best advice your mum has given you? To never get a boyfriend to, to just work on you because they take a long time to grow up. <laughs> That's true. That is true, Jewel. Jewel I can confirm. Yep. Make sure you work on yourself first. Yep. And then get the boyfriend. It's the yeah, Jewel, you got to love yourself before anyone else true. can love you. <laughs> Yeah, thanks, Jewel. You're welcome. And Gabriella's also called through on 13, 12, 16. Gabriella, what is the best advice your mum gave you? Well, whenever I was fighting with my sibling and we were calling each other names, she always said she'd come in and put put her hand on your arm and say, you have to remember your thoughts are your own. So I've never, you know, I've never, never done anything more other than if I really want to think about how awful someone is rather than tell them your thoughts are your own. Your thoughts are your own. That's really clever. That's really smart. I always get my mouth into trouble. Oh, Um, yes, you do. (laughs) Gabriella, it's always getting me into trouble because I'm always telling other people my thoughts. I need to rein it in, I reckon. Yeah, so mum's always taught me that. She's deceased now, but that was always what she said. Your thoughts are your own. No one can ever take that away from you. I think that's great to, to keep living on with. So thank you very much for your call, Gabriella. No worries. My mum always does say, um, if you can't say nice anything nice, don't say anything at all. That's that's original. I've only never, your mum said that. I've never listened to her about that. No, you only say mildly nasty things. It's not <laughs> so super you. nasty. No, I, but there's always love. Oh, me. okay. I'm like mum's love me. I'm Make cheeky. sure you register your mum at hit.com.au yeah. for the Mother of the Year Awards. We're going to be announcing the finalists next week. Absolutely. So make sure you are listing out for that. But uh, we got to get out of here. We got to mm-hmm. go. Self-care Tuesdays, even though you didn't take care of us this uh, Tuesday. I tried to offer you a back rub and you wouldn't let me do it. Yes, I'm shocked that I didn't want you to touch me. Let me get up in ya. <laughs>
So glad to have you back, buddy. Want more Tim and Jess? Download the Hit app. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au.